This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director. Since 1977, every Sunday since then, the longest-running radio show of its kind in Sioux Falls radio history, I guess, as long as I keep doing it. Joe Baker, U.S. Army Vet, Executive Director of the Community Action for Veterans, and, and with us also Dakota Regional Office Director, Sean Bonin. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Community Action for Veterans uh, hosting a PACT Act benefit and a VA uh, healthcare drive in South Dakota. First of all, let's talk about what is the Community Action for Veterans. Well, that would be me, John. Thanks for having us today. I'm Jill Baker, the Executive Director of Community Action for Veterans. We are a nonprofit organization with a mission to develop communities of care for veteran and military families in South Dakota. So we have a number of initiatives really focused on upstream suicide prevention and wellness. What is the PACT, P-A-C-T Act? That's that's what we're going to talk about a lot right now. Sure, sure. Well, thank you for asking, and thank you for having me today. Um, the PACT Act is, is a recent legislation, uh, the Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson honoring our promise to address Comprehensive Toxins Act of 2022. Uh, a mouthful there, but certainly some pretty powerful legislation that was packed are passed in August of 2022. This legislation is some of the biggest legislation we've seen in years in VA because it opens up benefits for uh, millions of veterans, uh, both Gulf War veterans and our Vietnam veterans who served in those eras. Um, There's 20 new presumptives for our Gulf War veterans, and there's a couple new presumptives, one of them being hypertension for our Vietnam veterans as well. As we all know, that's a pretty common condition uh, affecting uh, many in our population. So a lot of veterans now eligible for benefits. And today we're here to get the word out about PACT Act and to talk about an event that Jill, Community Action for Veterans, and the VA are partnering to have on the 8th of of August um, to really get the word out about PACT and get veterans to file those benefits. There is a deadline of August 9th for which veterans can file benefits and potentially get retroactive benefits back to the passage of the legislation August 10th, 2022. So it's really important that we get the word about, out about this and get veterans in to file their claims and uh, intent to files uh, before that date passes so they can potentially get retroactive benefits. They can still file for benefits after that date, but in order to qualify for the retroactive benefits, uh, we'll need to get those claims in before that date. There's many veterans who, you know, they, they have a good job, they have good health care, they think, well, I, I don't need to file for, you know, you know what I'm saying, but it's it's available for them, it's for them too, and uh, uh, I guess, Joe, tell us about uh, August 8th, now this is just a few days they've got to do this, but August 8th at the Armory at the Alliance, uh, people can come out, tell us what's, what you're going to be doing there so they can come out and find out everything that's available for them. Yeah, so we put this together uh, once we did find out about that kind of deadline for, you know, getting retroactive benefits. And the great thing is with our relationship with our local VA is we have a relation, this relationship established where we can pull together um, this type of event pretty quickly. Um, And so we decided let's do August 8th. It works really well. It gives us that extra day too, because August 9th is that deadline. So we're hosting it. August 8th at the Armory at the Alliance. So that is the building that's behind the Military Heritage Alliance, 1700 West Russell Street. We're having two sessions. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for 
veterans, but also their family members, their caregivers, survivors, and then if there were any advocates that also wanted to come and learn more about the PACT Act and what it is, can uh, come. There's two sessions. The first one runs 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., and the second session is 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Um, if a veteran showed up at 125, we're not going to turn him away. And, and I have been asked this. Um, there is no registration. Just come when you can. Come and listen, uh, veterans, families, caregivers, survivors, and advocates are welcome. Uh, I'm old enough to remember Vietnam. Uh, people didn't get really much of a welcome when they came back. It took many years to get Agent Orange to be uh, honored at the VA. Uh, Dashiell, Senator Dashiell of South Dakota, was, was big on getting that through. Uh, but the VA today is not that VA back then. Uh, I was just talking to uh, uh, Sean about uh, this before the program, that we have one of the best VA hospitals, I think, in the country right here in Sioux Falls. Yeah, yeah. it's it, That's great to hear, and we hear that a lot from our veterans. Um, uh, I work for the benefit side of the house, but the hospital has, has done an amazing job of, of serving the veterans in the area, um, and uh, both uh, on the west and uh, east side of the state. Um, and so uh, that's exciting to hear every time we hear from a veteran that they appreciate their care uh, at the hospital. Um, it's certainly something that uh, that I, I pass on to my colleague over at the hospital, but love to hear about our, our VA health care system here. I think it's second to none in the nation. Years ago on this program, I used to talk to senators. I can't remember which senator exactly it was uh, back maybe you know 25 years ago. Uh, he said, well, his uh, administrative uh, uh, manager or whichever always came back to Sioux Falls for his VA uh, uh, activities because uh, he was from uh, the guard in Ar- Wagner, I believe. But he always came back to Sioux Falls when he was in Washington, D.C., but he said it's better in Sioux Falls <laughs> even back then. Uh, talking to Dakota Region and Office Director Sean Bone and Joel Baker, U.S. Army Vet, Executive Director, Community Action for Veterans. We'll come back and repeat this again for people as we go through the program. But, uh, Jill, uh, what did you do in the Army? I was uh, an ammunition specialist. So, essentially, uh, during times of war, we would, I don't know, I always tell people we're like the, the Walmart of, of uh passing out the ammunition that's needed on the front lines. So um, that quote-unquote Walmart would be called an ammunition supply point. And so we would be within the ammunition supply point point, uh, uh, filling uh, orders for the ammunition or anything that that they needed. Wouldn't that be a target for the enemy, though? It's well behind the lines. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Nowadays they can reach, um, but you're lucky you're not in the Navy where they had those 16-inch shells uh, for the uh, battleship 16-inch guns. But uh, um, the uh, main thing today is that there's many veterans out there that aren't getting the benefits that they deserve. Uh, and you mentioned, uh, Jill, also about suicide. Uh, the numbers 22 a day that uh, take their lives because they think nobody cares. Uh, the number is going down, I think, a little bit, but uh, even that is still too many. Uh, and the VA here has just built a new medical center. Uh, I think they uh, just built uh, some new construction out in, in Rapid City. I think you were talking about, Sean. 
Yeah, they've got they've got a new mental health facility here in Sioux Falls, and of course, um, our substance abuse center in Hot Springs and uh, out uh, West River is is a place where a lot of our veterans find the help they need um, to overcome those those substance abuse uh, related issues, um, and certainly. Um, getting the word out about PAC to those veterans. We recently had an event uh, out in Hot Springs uh, for uh, that group of veterans out there, and it was a very successful event because we had a lot of veterans come and learn about the benefits that they may be entitled to. And it's exciting that we're doing it here on August 8th as well um, to make sure that the veterans and survivors get the benefits they deserve. One thing I will say, and we say to veterans all the time, it's really not necessarily only about your benefits. Benefits, but the benefits that you're going to leave um, your survivors um, when you pass uh, and um, leave your legacy with with your loved ones. And so it's really important that um, veterans understand that it's about their families, really, and about uh, the, the people that are surrounding them and the people that they love. And so getting out here and learning about the benefits that they deserve um, is so important to us. And, uh, you know, we've had several events, this being just one of them, but we're really bumping up that up against that date and so running out of time to get those benefits in so they may be entitled to those retroactive benefits again if you don't get in before august uh, 9th it's not it's it's not that you can't file for benefits you certainly can but you just won't be uh, eligible for those retroactive benefits uh, to the passage of the law which was uh, in august on august 10th of 2022 well a lot of people know that uh, a serviceman gets a plaque on their burial site a brass plaque uh, not pretty much money, but there is the now the cemetery in Sioux Falls for veterans. Um, the uh, uh, VFW, I know, makes coffins. They have volunteers that actually make pine coffins and even um, urns for veterans because those can be very expensive. There's a lot of things if you get together and find out that uh, can save you. Uh, uh, you know, survivors sometimes are ending up with having to bury their grandfather or whichever, and it can be very expensive. Uh, if they don't know about some of the uh, benefits they can get. Um, DAV, the VFW, the, uh, many of the uh, service organizations are at the Alliance uh, also. Uh, they can find out how to get more information there. But, uh, again, it's, it's only coming up here in a couple of days, August 8th. And, and all you have to do is come out to a session at 11 to 1.30 or 4 to 6.30 and just talk to people and you find other people, I, I think, in the same boat as what you are. But now the Center for... Uh, for uh, uh, active action for veterans it came out of the Chamber of Commerce, I believe, what, about 15 years ago, I believe. It, did, it originally started in the Mill Vets Committee, the Chamber of Commerce, in 2015. So it's... Uh, so I've been, I've been around since then. Well, you're at 1700 West Russell Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, your people can drop in anytime, I guess, during regular working hours, right? Well, you know, like you said, the American Legion and the VFW are there for uh, veterans if they need some help. The DAV is at a different site um, as well. as Well, the PVA is actually in the mm-hmm. Alliance building. So there's lots of resources there, community action for veterans. So we're, we are more of a community organizer um, to really kind of help organizations collaborate around veteran and military issues. Um, so... Right now, we don't provide direct services. Um, we're, we're more of, like I said, that intermediary that really pushes the conversation around veteran and military issues to get people to sort of collaborate around their needs. 
Well, Janet Brecky is your president. I've known her. She yes, was a she city is. councilor, an attorney, and, and ran uh, Honey Bay Cams for quite a while. You've got quite an impressive uh, set of directors on your board. Um, Thank again, you. It's, uh, uh, you collaborate space for community leaders, employers, and stakeholders to work together to improve health and wellness outcomes for military-connected mm-hmm. families is what you say on your website here. Yep. Uh, community, wellness, collective impact. Uh, and you've affected, what, uh, 8,000 connections, 60 collaborative partners, uh, over $650,000 in volunteer hours, seven special events. So uh, this is something that can people volunteer to to help you? Absolutely. Um, You know, and there's a, we we became a nonprofit uh, last summer. So it's been one year since we've become a nonprofit. So we're really working to uh, expand our footprint throughout South Dakota in uh, what we we're kind of calling on the community access points right now. which would be really in isolated areas where there's a lot of scarce resources. And so we're looking to start like a brick-and-mortar type space, collaborative space throughout South Dakota. The, the main thing about is to create more awareness uh, about you and, and what oh, you yes. do. I'm looking at uh, your website. It says if you're a service member or veteran in crisis, concerned about one, dial 988. 988. So that's, you know, that came. Sean, when did 988 go live? Was it last year as well? Yes, yep. So 988 is, is a crisis hotline, um, and I think you dial 1. Dial 1. Dial 1 if you're a veteran and you are in a crisis. They'll put you in touch with everybody. that. Uh, they, they, it's 24-7 online, you know, and, of course, they're connected with our, our helpline, 211. Mm-hmm. So you know, if someone needed more information about resources, they could call 211. But if they're in a crisis, they can call 988. And if they're a veteran, dial 1. Dial 988, dial 1. Uh, the helpline especially is very uh, uh, trained for suicide yes. crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can put you in touch anytime, any time of the day or any time of the week uh, with professionals that can, psychiatrists or psychologists, uh, whatever you need uh, to, uh, uh, at, at the time, you know, most people don't realize what it's like to get not have hope, to, uh, to feel like nobody cares, mm-hmm. to feel like nothing matters. Uh, nothing will ever make them happy. Um, I think one out of three homeless in South Dakota are veterans. Um, so there's many things we can talk about, but uh, getting them the help. The help is there. It's available. It's uh, getting lined up to you know uh, find out what's available and, and actually take it and do it. Again, a lot of people think they're not, not uh, deserving of it. What can you say to that person out there right now that... Uh, just kind of put off it, they haven't filled out their papers for the VA and, and kind of think well uh, I, I you know that's not me uh, give it to someone else you know sure well I'll, I'll just say that when you when you decided to, to serve um, you essentially those benefits were set aside for you so um, if, if you're suffering from a service-connected disability and you're not filing for a claim even if you do have private medical insurance and private health care that you might be uh, experiencing. Uh, you never know when the day will come when you'll need uh, VA and, and you'll need to uh, take care of your survivors as well. I talked about that uh, a little bit earlier, but the important thing is that you 
get signed up uh, for uh, your the benefits, and, and that really opens the door for the suite of benefits that VBA, Veterans Benefits Administration, provides, which includes home loan guarantee, veteran readiness and employment or voc rehab services for gainful employment, insurance, education, and all of those things um, could affect your survivors. For example, there's survivor benefits for service connection if you pass of the condition for which you're service-connected for. There's also benefits education that, that might transfer to your children or some of your other dependents. So it is so important to get in and, and know what you're eligible for, apply for that eligibility, and then also get enrolled at, at the VA healthcare system so that if and when you are ready to use that service, you're, it's available there for, to you. So those are the things that we're going to be spreading the word out about at this PACT event. The VA healthcare will also be there, and they will be doing uh, or signing you up for scheduling private screenings for PACT, which is a, a screening that every veteran is entitled to. Um, it really uh, determines what exposures you had and what kind of treatment uh, that those exposures might re- result in at the VA. And so it's really important that uh, that you, uh, you as a veteran know what you're entitled to, uh, apply for what you're entitled to, and, and set uh, the stonework for your future um, for your dependents as well. We see a lot on TV recently about the uh, uh, fire retardant foam, if anybody was connected with that in any military service of that, uh, uh, that's something they, they can find out more information maybe about too. Uh, there's so many things that, uh, you know, going back to retroactive when you say that, and, ad, you know, advocates can come and learn too because maybe you have a brother or a son or daughter that's in the military. Uh, you're an advocate. Uh, you can find out for them, you know, a lot of the benefits. The session, August 8th, Armory at the Alliance. If you go into the Alliance door, they'll point you in the right direction. Um, for benefits you deserve, uh, veterans, veterans' families, caregivers, survivors, and advocates. Uh, tell us a little bit about if they go to the 11 to 1.30 or the 4 to 6.30 p.m. on August 8th, uh, give us a little summary of what they're going to hear. Sure. Um, well, it's not going to, uh, there's no one's going to be talking at them. They're really going to be talking individually with uh, a benefits, uh, subject matter expert and they'll talk about their military service you know what their military service was and what that might mean for benefits um, also they can visit the health care which will get them scheduled for that uh, packed screening which every veteran uh, is entitled to uh, and so it's really going to be a resource fair for those veterans who come um, to learn about those things but they can also go ahead and file a claim or an intent to file so that they can preserve those retroactive benefits that they may be entitled to back to the the law change which was August 10th of 2022. They can also learn about the new presumptives um, that are associated with the passage of the PACT Act. Over 20 new presumptives, a lot of them cancers, but there's also a lot of respiratory conditions associated with um, with veterans who served in Gulf War, and those conditions are now presumptive conditions. In other words, if you served in those theaters, it is presumed that you were exposed to toxins that contributed to these conditions. And so we don't have to prove that anymore, and that's what the passage of the law really opened the door to do. And then for our Vietnam veterans, 
you're suffering from hypertension, you were exposed to Agent Orange, you were over uh, on uh, boots on ground in Vietnam or near the shores of Vietnam, also in some other theaters, uh, Guam, uh, Thailand, some of those theaters, um, you may be entitled to benefits. And so we encourage you to come out, learn what you're entitled to. We can get the ball rolling on those benefits, which opens the door for a myriad of additional benefits once you're service connected. So that's what this is all about, and we're really excited about it. Well, even if you're already service connected, maybe you're at a 5% or whichever, maybe you can increase it to a 20 or 30 or, or more percentage. That, uh, that that affects your benefits at the VA also. Uh, talking to Joe Baker, U.S. Uh, Joe Baker, uh, U.S. Army veteran, executive director of community actions for uh, veterans, Dakota Regional Office Director, Sean Bone. Uh, Joe, um, you're an Army veteran. Why did you decide to become a part? Uh, I mean, this is kind of your job, your career, uh, for the Community Action for Veterans. Well, my father was a uh, U.S. Air Force officer. He was uh, joined the, Ar- the Air Force during the Vietnam War era, so he was a missileer. So I kind of grew up on military bases. It's my background. And then when the time came... For me to graduate from high school, my father had his last duty station and he was thinking of retiring. And so it was just a real difficult time. You know, that transition that we always talk about between military and civilian life just kind of hit me at a time when I was just getting out of high school. So I thought, well, my dad was in the military. I'm a military. I know the military. I'm going to join the Army. <laughs> so I joined the Army thinking, you know, I'll, I'll serve my country and then I'll go to college and go on from there. So that's kind of how I got involved um, as far as, you know, that passion for the military lifestyle. The movie about the famous sniper that uh, had so many uh, statistics, I guess you might say, uh, there's a good movie about him. But in the movie, when he got out, he couldn't even go home for a couple weeks, if you remember watching that. I mean, he couldn't even go I couldn't watch it. Yeah. There's just, there's some things I still today just... They're too hard for me to watch. Yeah. That transition, um, I've really thought a lot about who we are as people based on um, the stage of the military, our military career. So you think about our, us before the military, you know, those are the, that's the person that your family knows and that you know. Um, and then the military life changes you so that when you come back, you're just, you're not the same person. And so... Community Action for Veterans were very focused on how can we really help that person and that family, you know, just work together to find who who that new person is and support them as they go through their life. There's some things that a human brain isn't wired to see. The World War II veteran, they said, shell shock, uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's not easy to do, by the way. PTSD was, I think, came out of Vietnam War, uh, where they actually were able to define it and and uh, uh, you know actually claim it as as what PTSD is today. Uh, people listening, I guess, can say that if they go to the uh, PACT Act Benefits VA Healthcare Drive August eighth at the Armory at the Alliance, uh, they're talking to people who know what you're talking about. I can talk about it all the time, but uh, you know that that's where a lot of the Elks and the Moose and the uh, a lot of the service clubs, uh, they were really, you know, support groups for veterans. Uh, they could sit at the bar and look at each other, and they didn't have to say a word, but they understood. 
and that's why probably there's not as many members i, I think probably now in that sense but uh, that's where there's support in in uh, in numbers um, you know veteran service organizations are really trying to reinvent themselves to um, become more attractive to those younger family those younger service members well there's Many families moving into South Dakota, moving into Sioux Falls, 7,000 every year, they say, in Sioux Falls, um, that might come from where maybe they haven't uh, dealt with uh, the military veterans or whichever for maybe decades. Again, they can they can come out and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're in the back of their mind, they thought, well, maybe this or maybe that. Well, they can come out and find out and, and get the answers from people who do understand what they're talking about, uh, the benefits you deserve. And, uh, again, for many, the deadline is August 9th to get the retroactive till the, you know, August 10th, 22 for, for what Congress did. Uh, but that's what I'm saying is come out and just find out what you can. 11 till 1.30 on August 8th, 4 o'clock until 6.30, the second session. And I think if you go out there, you'll find other people that you can talk to uh, that have been in your shoes and, uh, the old saying is those who have been had a responsibility to help those yet to come. And that's really what you're doing, I think. With, for those who just tuned in, uh, tell us what the PACT Act is again. Yeah. So the PACT Act is uh, really um, historical legislation that was passed on August 10th that opened up uh, benefits for over 3 million veterans across the nation. And, and really what it does is it adds 20 additional presumptive conditions uh, for veterans that served in the Gulf War era. And and what that means is if you suffer from these conditions, we presume that you um, you, you were exposed uh, to toxins that cause these conditions. And so we no longer have to develop that or prove that part of, of your claim. Uh, and there's also two additional conditions for our Vietnam veterans, one being hypertension, the other being monoclonal monoclonal gammopathy, hypertension being the biggest of the two. Um, There's a lot of our population that suffers from that condition. So um, if you have questions about it, those, we encourage you to come out to the event and get signed up before that August 9th deadline so you can be uh, potentially uh, eligible for those retroactive benefits back to August 10th. Um, even if you don't get out there and you by chance can't make it, um, certainly visit your local VSO, county v- veteran service officer, um, tribal veteran service officer, um, national service organization, um, or come out to the VA regional office. We're open 8 to 4.30 every day. Um, we want to make sure that you get the benefits you deserved. So that event, again, is on August 8th from 11 to one thirty and 4 to 6.30. If you can't make it at the beginning of either of those sessions, that's fine. Just come anytime during those sessions. And that is at the Alliance Building, uh, Armory, 1700 West Russell Street. I wanted to piggyback off of kind of what Sean was talking about. You know, we have veterans, veteran families, and their caregivers. Now, one of the reasons why we're doing that is because the veteran, uh, this just, I just had this uh, experience yesterday. I got a phone call. It wasn't the veteran that called. It was the spouse who had called the county veteran service officer who didn't know exactly what to do for that family, called us. So point being, that's where your advocates come in. If you're a spouse and you're worried about um, your, your veteran getting their benefits, 
come on out. We're, you know, you're, you can get that started too and get those conversations going, caregivers, um, you know, there's survivor benefits as well. So um, I would just really encourage any caregiver or family member that maybe is concerned about their veteran to come on out during that time. Maybe they were uh, experienced a, a burn pit or the water at uh, uh, Fort Bragg, I guess, or whichever. Um, there's many, many things that you are now available for. Uh, the hypertension, to me, that affects your blood pressure. Uh, that can affect your life. Uh, anxiety would be another word for hypertension. Uh, and, and many things, especially from uh, the Vietnam era. Uh, Jill Baker, U.S. Army Vet, Executive Director, Community Action for Veterans. I want to thank you very much for being with us. I'm going to give you, uh, you. Uh, Sean, one more time. Uh, give us the, uh, uh, you're the regional director, uh, office director. Give us the time and where and when coming up in just a couple of days. Sure. So we are having an event at the Alliance Building Armory, which is at 1700 West Russell Street on August 8th from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. is the first session. Second session is from 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. If you can't make it at the beginning of those sessions or at those sessions, come out to the Alliance anytime that day. We will be there, um, and uh, we will talk about these benefits that you might be entitled to. You'll be able to schedule your free PACT Act screening um, at the VA Medical Center, which essentially will will uh, give the medical center some idea of the treatment and exposures that you might uh, might be best for you. And uh, we also want to talk to survivors, caregivers, and those veteran advocates that are out there so that they can get the information that they need regarding these benefits that these veterans so deserve. And if you're hungry... The VFW and American Legion Auxiliaries are providing refreshments. All right. Well, that's worth it just coming out. Uh, Sean Bone, Jill Baker, uh, for the Community Action for Veterans, thank you very much for being with us on board. Thank you. Thank you.